Hey, what's up? This, what's the tea? I'm Art to the Edgy. I'm Nick Jew. <laughs> Why you sound like that? Depression. <laughs> it all feels the same. It's a Zulu love. Are you depressed or are you <laughs> re- re- repressed? Is it depression or is it <laughs> repression? There was somebody made a um with the uh, they like overdubbed that over a scene from The Little Mermaid and Eric was talking to Ariel. He was like, "Were you silent or were Are you, you silenced?" silenced. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the hand movement is what seals it for me, though. Like she just squeezed the air, like mm. <laughs> for me. Uh, you know, I'm just so angry that we find ourselves still in this. We gotta, we gonna learn the whole motherfucking Greek alphabet before. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm back in, I'm back in my pledge days of Tau Kappa Epsilon all over again. I gotta memorize the whole shit. And the funny thing is, is I can't like just say the Greek alphabet normally. I'm like, alphabet, I'm like, I have to do it hella fast. I'm like, I feel like we skipped some letters. Like how we get to Lambda already? Already. Child, um, the Delta variant is about to have me back on lockdown. Like... I feel, so I was having this discussion with my brother the other day because I have always been immune compromised because I had a low white blood cell count for whatever reason and severely anemic. And, you know, the past- Right, and the past seven months, I've been like in and out of the hospital, really don't want to be back in the hospital for the foreseeable future if I can help it. But I did get the vaccine in order to like, release myself from the prison of being in my home because I did become severely anxious and depressed because I was isolated. Like the only time people were around me were to make sure I didn't die. Like, honestly, we went locked down on in March. The next yeah. time that I like, like I had a booty call in July. <laughs> I mean, um, I had a prayer meeting. <laughs> sure. Sure. Prayer meeting in July. And then, um, to visit me in September. No, before then, August. Sorry, August. And then in September, you came to see me after I passed out the first time, and my mom came. And uh-huh. then October, Thomas came. And then that was when I went into the hospital. So, like, I went from March to, I mean, really September without really seeing anyone at all, like at all. Yeah. And then, like, you know, I got the vaccine in March, early March, which was, you know, like January, I guess, was when it started to become available. Yeah. And it wasn't until April, May, really, that I was comfortable, like, socializing. I mean, I'm still not low-key. But, like, I didn't eat at a restaurant until... May over a year indoors or out. Yeah, it's it's just like, and I was saying this to somebody else. Like, I, I at this point, my ability to have 
patience and sympathy for people who are willfully misunderstanding what's going on is just like, no. Right. No. Right. And it's unfortunate because now I'm about to go back on like lockdown. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to go to the grocery store today and feel it out. But sometimes the anxiety is just not worth the preparation of the trip because I don't want to break through infection. Even if I'm no longer anemic, even if my immune system is back to normal, I don't know. I still have clots in my lungs. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, what I, what I, I mean, and that's, I was saying this to someone the other day is, so I'm in San Francisco doing a play and obviously San Francisco has a very large population of unsheltered people. Um, many of whom are some combination of chemically dependent and or severely mentally ill. And like, what is the city's ethical responsibility as it relates to vaccinations for those people? Like you can't like force them to get vaccinated. They have to, they have to choose, they have to elect that vaccination. Right. But that what, what does that mean for, for public health for the entire city? And, and thankfully like, you know, the actors union is obviously on that bullshit but they were like if you're if you're in a play and your company is fully vaccinated including like the staff and the the um backstage crew you don't need to be vaccinated and i was like but we're still getting tested right um and they're like you don't have to and i was like no 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 no, we're getting tested so we we're all regularly testing and i've you know like still have maintained you know not getting it but it it makes me so anxious and so uncomfortable and and i I've been, I kept my mask on because I saw an email was like, I never took my mask off because I have trust issues and y'all don't bathe. Um, <laughs> and I feel like every other day somebody is coming out being like, oh yeah, I don't shower. So I definitely kept my shit on, but mm-mm. And I, and I had started to take, like I recently started taking mine off outside. Um, True, of course. The couple of times that I've dined indoors, there has been one time when it was a truly indoor experience. And even then we were seated very far away from the closest patrons. But the other times it was like, there was a garage door or like, you know, like it was more outside than, than inside. Like um, a hybrid place. Yeah. But as far as like going into the store and all that, even when they were like vaccinated, people can come in here without a mask. I never, never took my mask off. But, it, but that was the thing I was saying before. It's like, I did get this vaccine so I could get my life back. I want to continue to have my life. I cannot sit in this house for another fall and winter by myself. That's just not going to work. And thankfully, my closest, and I mean proximity as well as, you know, relational friends are all vaccinated. So there's no chance of me being alone again because they're, the people around me we're all protected. But what scares me is we really don't know about this Delta variant. We really don't know when the next mutation is going to come that's going to be vaccine resistant. So it's like, here we are right back again where we started. And I, there was a thing that I was supposed to go to last night. I was on the fence. I was making like game time decision and I decided not to go because it was indoor and it was like, um, you were going to have to eat and drink and people were sitting on top of each other. And I just was like, it's not worth it for me to feel anxious the entire time I'm there or for the next week after, you know, 
going. I mean, a game time decision about plans that I was probably going to cancel anyway is just <laughs> very, very pre-pandemic. Right. I just don't. I just don't feel comfortable indoors, unmasked any longer. No, and I mean, you know, obviously eating, you can't eat with a mask on. Um, but like, cause and 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 I think. I've been in New York, well, I won't say too long because I've always had a, a a slick ass mouth and a badass attitude, but I've gotten a, even bolder in San Francisco being like, uh, you don't got no mask on? Right. And see, I'm not fucking with that. Like, I was at the hospital, at the fucking hospital, and this couple walked in at, without a mask on. And then it was me and another lady waiting at the elevator bay. She and I were clearly there first. The elevator came, somebody was already inside, and then it was the rest of us. And the, and the sign on the elevator is like no more than two people or four people oh, uh-uh. at a time in the elevator. So they get in, and she and I are standing there, and they're like, huh, nobody wants to get on a crowded elevator? Ha, 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 ha. And I'm like looking at the lady next to me like, if you want to go, you can go, but I'm not fucking going. And as soon as the elevator left, she was like, yeah, I'm, I was not going. I was like, especially because they didn't have no fucking mask on. Like, you're in the hospital. Like, how bold is that? Yeah. And the whole Bay Area just reinstituted a mask mandate for everybody. Right. Like, baby. Well, this honor system shit was destined for failure. You, you, you knew a country where 70 million people voted for a sexual assailant, we, the honor system is gone. I mean, which one? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my time. But for my mental health, I'm, I'm just not going to be locked up in this house. The great thing is there's a running list of bars and restaurants in D.C. who are requiring proof of vac- vaccination before you can come in. Um, a lot of them are queer spaces, which is fine with me. I will spend my fall and winter with the gays. Because we've already survived one pandemic. We ain't trying to fucking. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, I just. Uh, I wanted to say last week I listened to our show and it sounded exactly the same as the first 20 minutes of the show before we went on hiatus. Sorry about that. I didn't realize how much of the story I had already told before the hysterectomy part. So if you had a little deja vu, that's my bad. I just wanted to. So I mean, yeah, I should have listened before, but whatever. It's whatever. It was a month. Maybe you forgot. <laughs> so uh, anyway, what's the tea, Reginald? Oh, child. Um, I don't. I'm just. I just. I'm sitting here mad. I'm mad. Why are you mad? Because I want my life back. Okay, but like, not even to be all Pollyanna about the shit. These are the conditions. Now you just find a new way of living. It's true. No, it's true. It's true. Because it's if you're going to just be mad, you're going to be mad for a long goddamn time. And I personally, I don't have the energy for that. Like, I feel like I have a new lease on life, a second chance at this shit. Like, sure. being mad is not going to benefit you in any way. You are right. You are you are correct. Um, you, you have to look I, at what you have, not what you don't have. And you have a lot. Thank you. I definitely think I need to go on a news diet. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I and at first I like I I don't know. I mean, part of the my 
journey of adulthood and everybody's journey of adulthood ideally is like figuring out balance. Mm -hmm. I mean, Scarlett tried to tell us 12, 13, 14, 15 years Balance. Ago. <laughs> I wonder why. You know, it's so funny. One of, there's like a guest preacher uh, every week on in church this month. And I think it was whoever was leading worship. I, this is a person I had never seen before. He was singing that. He was kept singing that like, I can't help but think. And I was in my bedroom like, I can't help but think. <laughs> he wasn't singing the chorus song. No, was he? he wasn't. But I was. And this is so funny oh, that I you brought her up. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Because it's like, you want to know what's going on. But I think there's there's a tipping point, there's a balance point at which it's like, y'all are saying it wrong, y'all are doing it wrong. I'm getting frustrated. I'm just gonna um I think that there is like so after the election, like when my mom was here, we had the news on like twenty four hours a day for like sure. three and a half weeks. She sure. happened to be here again in January. After January sixth, we had the news on twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. You mean after the tourist visit? Right. The the kind people just entering into the building because the doors happened to be open. Um, the orderly selfie co uh, convention? Yeah. <laughs> this last time she was here, we really only watched the, the hearing opening with the Capitol Police. But my philosophy kind of is if something really bad happens, I'll, I'll be alerted in some way. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. Especially I, me. Like, I'm less civically minded than you are. I'm going to do absolutely nothing about it. Like, I see people posting <laughs> dead ass. I see people posting all day with these, like, alarmist, extremist, scary things about global warming. I'm not going to do shit about it that I haven't already done. I do my best. There's, I'm not going to write my congressman. I'm not going to organize. I'm not going to raise money. So just doom scrolling about it is not helpful. Well, you don't have a senator and you don't have Show a governor. Show don't. Show don't. So, so it ain't really much you could do about it. I mean, I mean we about to not have a governor in a second. Um, I really hope that everyone under the sound of our podcast who lives in California, please go vote in that motherfucking recall election. Please do, please do, please do, please do. And I do mean to not recall the governor. Please do. Because Larry Elder and Caitlyn Jenner, you can kiss my ass. And, and, and really like virtually, because I don't want you anywhere near me because I know y'all don't, I know y'all don't shower. Right. Um. No, yeah, I, I mean... I definitely am aware. I try to be conscious of the environment. I did have vegan sushi one time. Is that all sushi vegan? No. Oh. <laughs> well, because I'm sorry. My mom is a pescatarian, so I've been living with her for like a month, and I on that pescatarian lifestyle. Yeah, it's it all it's all lumped together. But I forget that like vegans believe that fish have rights and shit so sorry well right yeah yeah you know i you got a point i think we should write a we should um we should appeal <laughs> veganism status for pescatarians well i mean if you're a true vegan you shouldn't be wearing leather but you know plants have feelings 
And they contribute to our global ecosystem too. And not all veganism is cruelty free, my nigga. Balance. Sorry, what? Go ahead, vegan sushi. So I yeah I had that once, but no I, I gotta I gotta eat the real thing. But I'm not eating like a steak every day, and I don't take like oppressively long showers, so I'm trying. I don't have like a, a Hummer. Right. You don't even have a car. <laughs> Ooh, with, your, what? with your broke ass. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> oh, I feel like not people all us, not always can be homeowners like you. <laughs> yes, you can actually hit my DMs. You your, your, your fifth piece of property with your real estate mogul ass. Third, and I only own one of them still. And if you if anybody can own property, if you have a decent credit score, hit my DM and I'll tell you how. You better start your uh your credit business. Oh, I don't want a business. I'm just gonna tell your ass the truth. <laughs> you may not you be don't... able to own your dream home. You may not be able to own a single family home, but you can own something for sure. I've been uh I've been watching uh my lottery dream home. Baby, home. baby, that was me. That was me and my mama show. Hometown and my lottery dream home. I'm like, come on, David. Get me something. Uh, and they be fine. And you know, what I appreciate about that show is that everybody on that show is very responsible. They're like, yeah, I want a $20 million uh, lottery. So I'm looking for a $750,000 house. Right? I was like, <laughs> because, and I'm like, are you paying for it in cash? Like, what is it? So what the move for me would be to buy something that I could pay for in cash. So I do understand why they're like, I want a million dollars, but your budget is $169,000. <laughs> but I also I would not buy where I live. I would just snatch up a cute little vacation home. That makes sense to me. And not even like hella far away, like somewhere that I could go to like every weekend. That and makes sense to me. That's yeah. what I would do. Um, I love David. Like you it's funny to watch as the seasons progress him get more and more tatted up. It's so many. The the sleeve is serious. Yeah, and the neck tattoos. Now he has like that tiger crawling up his neck. I'm like, ooh, baby. I just love him too because he's like, hello, I am a homosexual, and I don't give a fuck how you feel about it. That I don't dress, give a fuck. <laughs> that dress is real cute. And also, like, what I also love, too, is, like, the, 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 some of the straight men that you, like, might worry about, they love his ass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The ones whose shirt came fresh out the box, because you could still see the pleats in it. Wow. Because they just came you're, into you're some really, money. You're really dragging these niggas today, aren't you? Because <laughs> they just came into some money. I love it. My favorite are the couple who, like, you know they didn't have no money before they won this lottery, baby. There was, wait, there was, oh my God. I think I have to move to this now because like, I think you were, either you were tweeting about this or we were t texting about it that like 90 Day Fiance is now bordering a little bit. Like, it's just like, oh no, this makes me sad now. Yeah, it's like, so I, need, womp, womp. I need a new show. And there was this, this one lady, she clearly fucks black men mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> because she had the swoop de doop uh -huh. um, and she was a hairdresser from uh from long beach oh and she was moving out of her mobile home 
Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was buying a single family house in Vegas. I was like, go ahead, Pamela. Go ahead, Pam. Mm-hmm. There was this fine ass man. I cannot think of his name, but he was, he, he lived, it was like New York state somewhere, I think, or, uh-huh. or somewhere in Philadelphia. Ooh, Sorry, okay. not Philadelphia, okay. somewhere in Pennsylvania, somewhere he lived. I feel like it was New York state, but he was like an hour and a half away from the city. He was fine as fuck. He had a beautiful smile. He like was, I couldn't tell what kind of Latinx, if he was Afro Latino, but he was a brown skin, like shorter dude with a bald head. He was hot. And I kept, I was, was like, I the need diaspora. maybe it, whether he knew or not, we don't know, but he definitely had like a, a Spanish name. Okay. He was so fine. And he bought the cutest house and he's like, I'm gonna have the ladies over. And it was a bunch of like middle-aged women from the neighborhood. Good for him. Hometown is my jam, but I feel very like, where were you on January 6th? About a lot of people on that show. Every everywhere. I was visiting my I was visiting my father um last week and you know there, like Central California, that's the, I mean, people who've never lived in Central California, like anywhere east of, of like Oakland, like when you get to the six, the six, the 650 or the 680, uh, that's, that's, that's where were you on January 6th territory. So when you get to like Tulare and Oakdale and Modesto. God, Oakdale. <laughs> nigga that is a very where were you on january 6th territory um so yeah i, I don't i don't really be going I, you, you got to look at people well no well, the show on HGTV is called hometown this married couple in miss in laurel mississippi they're ooh, they're basically uh, uh, going to renovate the entire town of laurel they're the cutest couple ben and aaron i love them dearly but it took them like three seasons to have a black person buying a house. And now they like have a black person working on their crew. Like you can tell as the seasons progress, I'm like, okay. Cause I swear it wasn't no black people in Laurel. Well also too, like Chip and Joanna with they all homophobic. I don't style. fuck with them no more. I was like, I, I want them to decorate my shit, but I don't want to live in fucking Waco. I don't want them to decorate my shit because I really hate Joanna's aesthetic. I hate it. You don't want shiplap everywhere? <laughs> I do not. I don't want a fucking letter in the living room. Like, I'm good. <laughs> uh, what's the tea? Um, so I started watching F Boy Island. I can't wait. You can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I'm on I'm like, I just started episode five and I've just kind of had it on in the background. But this is uh, here are the things that bother me. It's, I understand that when you're shooting a show, you don't maybe know what network it's going to be for. I don't know what the situation was when they were filming this, if they knew it was going to be on HBO Max or if they were just shooting it and they were going to pitch it somewhere. But the fact that everybody says F-boy on the show grinds my gears. You know, say fuck boy. They say pussy. They say fuck. They say all the other cuss words, but this specifically, they say F-boy. Ew. Like, how often do they say it? Uh, many times. Per, like, 30 times per episode. Per hour-long episode. Ugh. 
Because the premise is there are three women who are picking, which also bothers me because if one woman sends a guy home and another woman is interested in him, then the guy just goes home and they don't go home. There's a a nice guy grotto or whatever, a house where all the- They go to purgatory. There's the in-between for the fuckboys. They're like outside camping, which I assure you they're not because there's not enough beds for everyone to sleep on. So I think they just show them in this camp during the daytime and they go in a house somewhere and sleep. And then the nice guys are in like a mansion. Um, So the women pick their bottom two every week and then they send one of the bottom two home and then they have to reveal whether they're a nice guy or a fuckboy. I'm here to tell you every man on this show is a fuckboy. I don't care what they say. <laughs> Do they have to lip sync? No, they should, though. They really yeah, should. I, I can't imagine a nice, go- a nice guy going on that show being it, like... Exactly. Exactly. They're all fucking chodes. Like, you... Ah! <laughs> 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 Not a chode! <laughs> Maybe you don't mistreat women, but I assure you, you're not a nice guy. <laughs> Well, there's a there. I would say that there's like three dudes who were like, "I'm a nice guy," and everybody on set was like, "Aw," because you could tell that he was really a nice guy. The other thing that really bothers me is like one chick, CJ, the bitch needs therapy. She's like, "I'm fucked up. I'm crazy. I don't know how to act. I'm da 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 da." And a guy was like, "You're pretty toxic." And she's like, "God damn it! No motherfucking shit! God damn it! Get him off this show! Like, you are toxic, girl. Sarah, the white girl, she's just not interesting." And Nakia, beautiful, wonderful, great. I don't understand why she needs to be on the show. She's like a brand ambassador. Everybody has a, a a weird social media job. You're a brand ambassador, a social media marketer, an influencer. Like none of the jobs feel real. I think she does hair or she's a stylist. No, she's a stylist from LA. A beautiful black girl doesn't need to be on the show whatsoever. It's a fugazi. <laughs> and the last and final thing I'm really tired of seeing these black men go on television and talking in their work voice to get chose. Get me out of here. <laughs> it's like watching the fucking Kardashians. If I want to hear a black man talking in their work voice at home, I could just watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I'm over it. Wow. And the thing that bothered me about the Kardashians, the thing that bothers me here, all the non-black men are fucking stealing from black culture, swagger jacking. Like everybody wants to be black, but the black people are like, yes, yeah, my name's Sean and I'm here and I'm a nice guy. Like, nigga, I'm not saying you have to be all like, yeah, yo, 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 bitch. But like, damn, dog. Like all these white dudes want to be black so bad. I know. It's it's really, it's really sad to see what racism has done to, to black people. It's like, oh, you, oh, you hate yourself that much. You're just, okay, well, damn. And then I saw some of these lame ass niggas arguing with Ray Sani on Twitter. I'm like, no, I really don't want to watch this fucking show. What you're not going to do? And all she did was hashtag the show and give her opinion. If you're searching the hashtag of a show you're on to go argue with people about their opinion, you're a fuck boy. You're also draining as fuck. And lame. Like, what the fuck, nigga? That's some bitch made shit. What the fuck are you doing, bro? Collect a check. Get at bitches. Leave us alone. <laughs> Not get at bitches. 
I'm so weak. <laughs> Not get at bitches. <laughs> oh, I'm bringing back old shit. Like somebody said that on Twitter. They're like, I'm about to start telling people they fucking. Uh, what was the shit they said? I was like, oh, this used to be my shit. Not shysty, because I feel like that's racist. Wait, it is? Like a shyster? Isn't that like a Jewish thing? I just feel bad saying oh, it. Sure, 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 sure. I felt bad saying lame just now, too, so I need to go <laughs> go figure it out. <laughs> sure. I don't want to be ableist up in this bitch. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I had to, like, definitely collect a, peop- a couple people that I love. I'm like, we are, we're moving on to new words. Yeah, I'm, I'm beyond that now because I just feel like unless they're willfully being hateful and speaking now, I'm like, I'll let people find out another way. Like the way I found out, fuck it. I did correct my mom you about the you- R word, but that's because she's my mom. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, also, yeah. If I'm not, I'm not doing it to strangers or people that I don't have like a relationship to. Like, I'm like, okay. No, I really am only with her. Like, I'm done. Everybody else, you've grown, you figured out. I did. Also, clearly, as we're seeing from Louis C.K. getting comedy shows back, like, cancel culture is not real. Take your little looks, sit on timeout, and you'll be back. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing that bugs me about it is like everybody saying. Uh, Everybody talking about cancel culture. When I've said this before on the show, it originated in the queer community. It started as kind of like a troll or a joke. And then it became something more of like, before I before I stand, before I throw my support to this person, let me go check their old tweets and see if they were homophobic. And oh, shit, they were. That's where the shit came from. I mean, but you know, that's what happens when you gentrify an entire culture. You don't know the references, so you don't. You're bound to fucking misuse shit that you don't understand because it wasn't intended for you. It's like since since fucking nineteen twenty, blackness and black people have defined pop culture and what was cool. Since jazz, I would say. Probably before then, but that's the touchstone I'm going to use. Like what would pop culture be without us? Nothing. It what, would be fucking Donnie and Marie. What is cool without us? Ice water. <laughs> Ice cold. That's it. It's just it just That's- it bothers me that how much everybody steals from us when I see us trying to assimilate so hard. Former tried to assimilator here. It just makes me sad. I mean, same ho. And then you'll see. Like, there was discourse this morning. I really fucking hate when academic Twitter tries to be a hella draining and a drag. Like, we don't have to have discourse about everything. So some person who's verified, and that usually promotes a bunch of ire that people don't even sometimes know that they're doing, but they want to, like, get at people who are verified. So some verified person who I believe is a film critic posted that they just realized that Best Man Holiday was a sequel. Okay, somebody else, right, somebody else goes, 
See, this is what I hate. These middle-class, blue-check, black people, they only black on the internet, or they just started being black on the internet. And, like, that shit, okay, like, I get it. I've been there before, too. But, like, Naima, who does the music thread, she was like, we do realize that Best Man was 25 years ago. So if people don't know these things, it's not entirely their fault. If somebody's 25 and they don't have a reference for a movie that came out before they were born, it's not their fault. It's the fault of the people who raised them. Like, I wouldn't have seen or heard certain things if it wasn't for my brother who's seven years older than me or for our parents. So it's not like we can snatch everybody's black card because they don't know everything. Like, I've never seen Belly. Are you going to sit here and tell me I'm not black? That's dumb. You've never seen Belly? No, because everybody has said it was not good. Why would I watch it? That's true. It's like the... the... And also... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Mm -mm, Go ahead. No, also, I was just going to say, like, you know, some some stuff is regional. And also before, like, social media, some things didn't really hit nationally like that. Like, right, right. Where everybody was knowing the, the, the hot underground shit. Like, sure, we know everybody's SoundCloud rapper now in 2021. But, like, if you were a nigga in Pittsburgh making beats, if you were west of the fucking Monongahela nobody was going to know who you was. And like, there are people who are real hip hop heads who knew everything because they subscribed to the source and they, you know, sought that out. But like, just generally speaking, I would have never heard of Fonte and Little Brother if it wasn't for like Rod. Sure. And I can tell you a lot of people, like West Coast people who don't know, who didn't know Fonte and Little Brother. Nothing taken away from them because the fucking minstrel show is one of the greatest albums ever. Fonte birthed Drake and all these other singing ass, rapping ass niggas. But like, I wouldn't have known about them in the bed. Not me being a casual hip hop fan. And also that's the other thing too, is that like, it's okay to be a casual fan of something. You don't need to be obsessed with it to enjoy it at all. But that's the, that's the new internet culture is like, if you aren't an expert, then you don't. And like, I get somebody being like a little pearl clutchy at a movie critic, not knowing that best man holiday was a sequel, but I mean, so. So you're a, because you're a movie critic, you have to know every fucking movie ever made. Right. There's so many like huge pop culture moments that I don't have. Like, as far as movies go, there's hella shit that people are always like flabbergasted that I haven't seen. Like, I haven't seen it. Sorry. Does that mean I'm not allowed to like movies? Uh, no, it does, it does, it does not. In fact, I feel like we should, there should be, we should normalize being curious about things that you like and don't know everything about instead of being like, ooh, I don't like this. I'd rather, I'd rather hear people talk about the things that they discovered that are new instead of like shitting on things that they barely know about. If we're going to have one or the other, I'd much prefer that one over the other one. Yeah. Cause I'm on team. If I don't like it, I'm not fucking with it. Like I have no desire to hear new music from Aubrey Graham. I'm good. I've I've listened to enough albums to know I, I don't like him. The hot song. And you're not going a 55 tweet thread about it. I mean, to- I might, because fuck that nigga. And uh, <laughs> him <laughs> making friends with young girls. So, yeah, I reserve the right to shit on him, for sure, because I think he's fucking a low-key low pedophile, but sure. 
Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, why are you texting Millie Bobby Brown? Why are you texting a 15-year-old Millie Bobby Brown? Why? What is the reason? Question that needs answers. Uh, I'm going to leave Aubrey alone. You know, God bless you. Just stay away from young girls. <laughs> like, stay far away. Um, Joni Mitchell, among Queen. other people, has been inducted, I mean, inducted, is receiving a Kennedy Center honor this year. You know, I love Joni Mitchell. Finally. You know, every year, I forget that she had a blackface moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, God, she had a famous blackface moment. What? Hold on, Well, you know, you really can't have any heroes, to be honest with you. Actually, if you just Google Joni Mitchell blackface, it comes up. She's, I don't know if it was like a Halloween party or whatever, but she's like fully, yeah, Halloween. She's like fully in a costume looking like Richard Pryor. No, no. It's from the 70s, but I feel like in 1976, that's still... He shouldn't have been wearing blackface. I mean, you know, it's not like, wow. <sighs> okay, here's what I... Here's the question I have to ask. It's like, Yes, we know blackface is is terrible and bad, and we know that now. My question is, was she doing it thinking that she was honoring Baby, Richard she was, Pryor? No, so she was not Richard Pryor. She, that's, that is just who I said she looked like. She oh. she did it to see if she could, like, fool her friends at this Halloween party, and she, like, stayed in character. But this persona, she then named uh, Art Nouveau, and put on the cover of a fucking album. And then she would like wear the disguise after that. Cause the thing about it that I, I guess I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm certainly not, oh no, she's performing in this. No, no, nope, nope. <laughs> Cause it's not the Ted Danson thing. No, you no, know? no, no. Like, like she, she like went on to be this, this persona. Uh, wait, Tom, Tom Hanks. Blackface. Yeah. I believe it. Oh Lord. Jane Krakowski. Is there like a celebrity blackface database? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In this article, what is this bullshit called? 15 stars whose blackface blunders backfired. Well, that's a good uh, tongue twister. Homegirl from Dancing with the Stars tried to dress up as old girl from um, Orange is the New Black. But they said Beyonce. They, they put Beyonce on this list. Beyonce did blackface? First how? of all. Like, how? Right. How, how can a black person do blackface? Mm-hmm. John Hamm. Wait, who the fuck is... 
okay, they're using stars real liberally. <laughs> like all stars? Yeah. Uh, Luann! Oh, no! Well, yeah, that was on the fucking show. She was dressed up as Diana Ross, and she darkened her skin. And she Jim was trying Kimmel. to say it wasn't blackface. No surprise, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, How embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, I... I... No, Joni oh. Mitchell like deadass performed in blackface. Joni, I'm so so sad. But it was before I, it was before we were both born. But I mean, like, congratulations on your Kennedy Center honor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this looked like a grown Tom Hanks. I know. Oh, I see why they're saying Beyonce. What what photographs are these? I've not I've seen these, Giselle. <laughs> well, Drake did blackface. Well, he did the like the classic blackface. What? With the big red and white lips. Drake? Mm-hmm. Um, he said he was doing like artistical. Okay, nigga. Wait. Tom Hanks, Oscar-winning actor, came under fire in 2012 when video surfaced of a 2004, 2004 school fundraiser featuring Hanks and another man wearing blackface and stereotypical African clothing. Hanks later commented the bit as horribly offensive. Now we know where Chet get that from. Chachis. Okay, Jane Krakowski, this was on TV. But sure. Tyra Banks, yeah, they better have her on this motherfucking list a lot of times because this bitch did some egregious <laughs> shit on her show. That's my, you know that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite words. Egregious? I love it so much. <laughs> uh, Beyonce 2011 L'Officiel Paris cover with an African queen theme. Mm, you know she had this pulled from the shelves, baby. Okay. Yeah, I feel like this, like, I feel like these on TV things, I don't know if I'm going to give John Hamm a ding for this. It's a mess. Are you going to, you going to go to the the Kennedy Center concert? No, I don't believe so. (laughs) You're like, absolutely not. I'm (laughs) staying in my house. Yeah. I mean, the Kennedy Center concert would be indoors but it's not like you're eating or drinking and everyone will have to wear a mask so maybe but no no there's i don't think there's anything i mean i i am going to a concert when i get back to new york um but i'm not gonna eat or drink at the concert you know well that was the thing about the comedy show last night there's a two item minimum and then I saw photos from other shows and like you're sitting literally shoulder to shoulder with strangers and everyone had their mask off. I feel like why can't you just make the tickets like 10 more dollars? Yeah, I would pay As opposed to spend 10 more dollars. Right. And had I not just gotten out of the hospital and like also laughing for an hour and a half probably would not have been the best thing for me right now because my my abdomen still hurts like a lot when I laugh. Right. You still gotta take it easy. Ciao. Um have you been watching the Olympics at all? 
no. I mean, I when I was uh, in Modesto with my little sisters, we watched a little bit of the basketball. Um, I did see uh, Simone's beam routine. Uh, what else did I watch? I saw highlights of Allison Felix break Carl Lewis's record. But yeah, like like little drip, drip, drop, drip, drippity drops here and there. My mom and I were like pretty heavily tuned in the first week. So I got a little fatigue of it. And I hate that I missed my two favorite events was synchronized swimming and rhythmic gymnastics. I'm so mad. Rhythmic gymnastics. Them hoes are not fucking with y'all. Give me a ribbon, a ball, a hoop. Like it's regular gymnastics with zazz. <laughs> you know, I love a prop. Oh, I, I, you know what, what competition I love is the trampoline. I didn't even, I've never even heard of that. Oh yeah, the the trampoline competition. I love the trampoline competition. What do they do? Just like jumps and flips. Yep, that's it. That, that, that's it. <laughs> well, what else do you do on a trampoline? That is it, and that's all. Um, I just I hate that I miss synchronized swimming. I've been seeing some clips online, but that's my shit. Especially like when they walk in formation to the pool before they get in. And they be doing their little uh, poses. Mm-hmm. Mm, bad bitches to the flow. Okay. I love, I, and oh, I, I did uh, watch a little bit of the diving because yes. there was a Jamaican man that I sent everybody. I was like, who is this? <laughs> it's a gay. Uh, he not from here though, but he married. He got a kid. Tom Ooh. Daly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Daly is married to um, Dustin Ian Black. Who is that? He's a director, writer, something or other. Mm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I've been watching a ton of TV. I watched Suicide Squad yesterday. It's I highly. You said you, you had to. You had it was too many too many brains. It's too gory. I don't under. I don't like gratuitous violence and gore. I found it to be disgusting. I found it to be too long. I was not into it. But then after that, I watched Birds of Prey, which I really liked. Oh, nice. And so then I was like, well, maybe I'll give the other DC movies a chance. Because I haven't seen many of them, really. Like, uh, I did not watch the Justice League either cut. I did not see Aquaman. And I didn't watch Wonder Woman 84. I've seen all the yeah. Supermans. I saw Batman versus Superman, which I didn't hate as much as everyone else. That who was the who was the the Batman in that one? Ben Affleck. Oh. <laughs> Not for you. Pop pour moi. <laughs> Speaking of Beneflect, not- have we talked about Benefer 2 Electric Boogaloo on this podcast? No, we have not. First of all, I'm here for it, and I don't give a fuck. I mean, as a bit... <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. No <laughs> Listen, it's recycling, which is good for the environment. Good for the environment. 
keeps your body count low. I mean, at this point, I've stopped counting. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, if somebody had the audacity to ask me what the count was, I would be like, I am saved and I reset to zero. I've given it to Christ. It's above me now. I mean, the only bodies I'm counting are the ones currently in my bed, and that number is one. One. And the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, but we're not having sex. Um... Uh, what I say, keep your body count low. Sticking to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Listen, you ain't got to. You ain't got to get to know a, a new nigga. Maybe if they've done some growing and changing, which add that to the list, you get the evolved, better version of the nigga you left, or that left you. In this case, I'm right. sure she did the leaving. Oh, I'm sure because he he put a ring on it. And did. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And everybody's like, it's a publicity stunt. Okay. I'm in. They got me. They got me. I'm entertained. I've, I've, I've watched worse shit on television. I also reject the patriarchal like <laughs> view that women, there's something wrong with it. Like I used to buy into that about Halle Berry. Like this bitch must be crazy because all these men leave with her. But like one of them had a um, like sexual addiction one of them was abusive many of them were on the list of the five men you never date because they're notoriously whores i mean i I feel like and this is i i have said i have a new philosophy about relationships that i am excited to try out again um is that a relationship has to be like elastic and some people are just not in the not in the space for elasticity in their life, and and that doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It just it's exactly like you said. Like hopefully they've done some work on themselves and can grow, and they have done some under, understanding of their attachment styles. And sometimes people get lucky, you know, like when you're young without knowing that information explicitly, like you can figure that out on the go, but not everybody can, and so like. Give it another ring around the rosy hill. Yeah, like I'm, you know, if they like it, I love it. And I happen to be in the minority of people when I say that I do not mean shade. <laughs> I am versatile. Sometimes I do mean it as shade, but this is this is one of the instances where I do not. If I intend shade, the, the phrase I will use is couldn't be me. You better than me. You better than me. Those are the those are the phrases that I use when I intend shade and judgment. If I say if you like it, I love it, I truly mean it. Um yeah, no, I mean, because here's here's the thing. Like, we all just trying to get a little happiness on this spinning rock uh before all the billionaires leave us for Mars. So right. if that's if that's how they want to be happy and they ain't trying to uh fucking overthrow the government. Or get everybody motherfucking COVID. I say live on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Live and love on. I'm I'm fully in support. Especially if you wouldn't have to hold Jennifer's ponytail while she throw up from crying. You don't have to uh, replenish her bank account if he ran up her credit. Why you got something to say about it? Right. Because as the poet and prophet Jennifer Louise Lopez told us. Even if you were broke, my love don't cost a thing. Come on. 
if you, if you, I mean, if you want to keep me iced, you can. No. <laughs> if, uh, uh, if you want to spend your cash, you can. I won't. <laughs> if you're broke, my love don't cost a thing, but I'm, I, I'm a little groaner now. I'm not dating for just love any longer. But when you're but rich, you don't, need to, you don't need to be worried about what she's doing and who she's with because it don't cost you nothing. Right. Right. If it's a if it's a G League part two coming, I'm with it. Give it to me. Oh, really? <laughs> I am one of those people who didn't hate Jiggly. Or Jersey Girl. I fucking love Jersey Girl. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Jersey Girl is the perfect rom-com. And here's and here's what I'm going to tell you why. There's a fucking musical reference. A really great one, too. It's a whole Sweeney Todd in that movie. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Jersey Girl? Not in a very long time. It's incredible. We've got George Carlin as the adorable grandfather. And a cute little girl. She, like, kind of reminds me of a more ethnic version of the little girl from Curly Sue. Yes, I remember. Another classic. A classic, classic, classic. Jersey Girl is a great movie. I mean, obviously, Kevin Smith uh, in... In, with the exception of Tusk, which I haven't seen, and Red State, which I refuse to see, he no. doesn't. He doesn't really miss for me. Well, I mean, you love him. Uh, yes, that that remains to be true. I put him in the same category as Cedric the Entertainer. My love has uh, transitioned for them. It's no longer skeet based, and has moved on to more of like appreciation. Really? It's not skeet-based anymore. No, because, again, I don't, um, I don't get erect for, I, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> and I don't know what happened with Cedric. I don't know, but I don't, there, it's the skeet, the skeet is gone. The skeet is gone, baby! The skeet is gone. Same for Craig Robinson. Skeet, no skeet. And I don't love Whoa. him anymore. I do not love him anymore. Wow. He Child pissed, and funny. He pissed me off early in the pandemic. He had some girl named Nicole on his live and she was like a stripper or something. And I don't know why, but I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> that's fair. That's, that's totally fair. And not that I have anything against strippers. Or other women named Nicole. It was just the combination of it. I was like, you didn't strike me as this dude. But you're this dude. And of course you are. Well, people, I've certainly been very surprised by people's behavior over the last 16 months. So. And really and truly, that's not the reason. I just, for whatever reason, don't find Craig Robinson and Cedric the Entertainer and Kevin Smith attractive anymore. I think that's fair. But you know who I do think is fine as fuck now? I'm late. I'm so late to the party. I'm already sitting down, so I think I'll be okay. Uh, I'm going to say his name the Black People way. Idris. <laughs> Elba. I wish y'all could see my face right now. <laughs> I'm not looking. You shouldn't. 
I think, okay, in my defense, I never thought he was ugly. I just wasn't skeeting. And I think it's because he usually doesn't have facial hair. And then I saw him in Suicide Squad, and he got a little grown man weight on him. He got a little gray on him. And this little scruffy beard situation. Open, Lord, split me open, Idris. You will not use Juanita <laughs> Bynum <laughs> for some late shit. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, you're not, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He, he fine is, as hell. But like, honestly, like Stringer Bell could have split me open. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it was. But I'm here now. I'm but here that's, now. But that's, is what matters. Well, there was also like this photo shoot that he did a few years ago and everybody was like, bond, bond, bond. And he was in that suit. Yeah, I saw it then too, but it was, it was like a, like oh here's a this is a reading i feel a, a registry on the vagina meter but you weren't you weren't getting a you weren't getting a richter a richter scale and i think maybe the influence of him having a black wife is helpful like i don't know and you know i'm into it okay well welcome thank the you the snacks are great, but the line <laughs> the line is all the way over there thank you thank you <laughs> so there's some I, what, what has been giving me a lot of joy, I mean, but it's, that's not changed. It's just like all of these black ass meme accounts, um, just discovering how connected we all are, despite all of our various, um, perspectives and backgrounds, like everything, that everything is truly mismatched. Yeah. I, I hope that the, the, the connection of that moves into real life and like black people who are not comfortable around other black people that like they start to let their guard down as they realize that we're really all we were all raised the exact same way the same way because somebody was like every time a black person sees a line they say this the line <laughs> like the point too the point like this the line <laughs> no my favorite one of those is the this don't make no goddamn sense <laughs> Black people can cannot stand cannot stand for Waiting people for sure. at, at a checkout register to be moving slowly. Like this don't make know, no man. goddamn sense. Like where is the Walmart motherfucking IC three bitch? Ciao. Three. <laughs> no, I just I hope it unites us because I feel like a lot of the black people who are saying that they don't feel welcomed by the community. It's a chicken egg situation in my opinion, but there's this like fear of being around large groups of black people or a fear of not really fitting in. And I just don't understand how we became conditioned that white people were safe. I mean, I, I, I do, but I, I definitely do. Um, but yeah, no, I, I hope that after this is over, um, when we're back fully, fully outside, that we learn to to find each other as our our safety place. Because I'm hella uncomfortable around only white people, like especially since I moved to the southeast. Like, good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the thing that I you know, just like seeing people's dating profiles. Like, oh, all oh you don't oh you're not friends with oh 
oh, they're not, yep, no, okay. Bye. And that isn't even always necessarily an indicator. It's just like what you own and where you, you know, are. Yep, what you own and where you are. Come on, pastor. Because if you own and celebrate your blackness, I can see like you live in Vermont because you got a good job out there. Like, yeah, everyone you know is going to probably be white in Vermont. I like that. What you own and and what you say, who you are. And who you are? Did I say where you are? Maybe both. Yeah. I love it. Well, hey, boo. My hey, boo is the U.S. women's basketball team. Hey, Hey. Brittany Griner. I knew it. I knew it. As soon as I I I knew it. The whole team. But Brittany scored like 30 points or something in that gold medal game. She 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 dumped on them. I love her. I I know you do. Possibly an F boy, an F person. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Oh, and yours? It's 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 Brittany. Brittany Griner. Um. So meanwhile on Twitter, I don't remember this person's handle and fuck her anyway. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt you. I got a Instagram DM from somebody who said that they miss us uh, doing our Hey Boo vocal dedications. Oh. And so I feel like because our Britney Griner Hey Boo is skeet based, yes. I feel like we should resurrect it just for her. You first. Um, so, so go ahead. Go ahead, First Lady Nick Jew. Oh, I was trying to make you go first. Okay, so Britney Griner, what does she inspire from me? Hey, boo. Oh! That was some like Jill Scott like good morning set. Ooh, fuck. Okay, okay. What's Brittany Griner? Hey, 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 boo. Yeah. Young's Brittany Griner. Buona. <laughs> um, that child probably like twenty three. Um, like I know Brittany Griner would choke the shit out of me too. <laughs> I mean, don't threaten me with a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> dunk, dunk me, Mama. Dunk on me. <laughs> I am the basketball. <laughs> like, post me up, bae. Okay, so meanwhile on Twitter, there was another, obviously, a couple of celebrities have told us they don't bathe. And here's my thing. I'm not about to get on a soapbox about my hygiene and cleanliness or whatever. My only thing is, why do people keep volunteering this information? Like, I don't know. My Insta story, I did my tap at the brow. I said, hello there. Y'all all right? If you don't do it regularly, the black people around you already know. You don't have to volunteer that information. I mean, everybody knows if you don't bathe regularly. But, like, I don't care about that. I really don't. I really could care, couldn't care less. I was about to fuck up the, the idiot. <laughs> um, really. I just am very confused as to why people keep offering this information to us. Or qua. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Um... So there was somebody 
who came on to like shake their finger at the internet and being like, oh, you know, and I agree. Sometimes it does get annoying because I feel like people are doing too much. We know everybody in here, don't babe twice a day, every fucking day. Like everybody has been stinky before. Whatever. Like, whatever. I don't care. I super don't care. But she came on and was just like, um, you know, yay for you if you bathe every day and if you put lotion on. And the shit that she was saying started to get really dog whistly, like specifically towards black people. So she was getting dragged, which is fucking amazing. And then she was like coming back, like, I'm not going to lock and I'm not going to delete because I don't give a fuck. And so then came back and was like, oh, I went out. And I see that a bunch of ugly people are mad in my mentions. And this bitch looks like a motherfucking... Somebody said she looked like Edgar Allan Poe. Well, that's my time. And I have been unwell (laughs) since. (laughs) And someone did like a... Old Navy t-shirt. Someone did Uh, a whole Twitter uh, thread of like mother had said like it's really fucking great and i wish i could find it but because i live so close to baltimore searching edgar Allan poe and twitter really doesn't help it doesn't really help you (laughs) but they were like somebody the next day was like did uh i really can't believe somebody called that lady edgar Allan poe (laughs) I'm, I am, uh, I'm unwell. It was really good. Like, really good. Um, I, just before we go, did you know there's another African-American heritage flag? I saw that yesterday on Twitter. Like, we have a flag? I'm obsessed. It's, it's cute. It's really cute. I hope we resurrect it and put it back into popularity like we did with Juneteenth. Cause uh, I I might I might get this tatted. Yeah, it's real cute. It's cute. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, Twitter. It's not it's not just for slumping us over into the arms of the angels when they drag niggas. Sometimes it's for educational purposes too. Her name was Qualia Redux. Q U A L I A R U R E D U X. But she. Oh, that's- her handle, not yeah. her government. Yeah, she has since. I was like, absolutely not. She has since deleted the tweets and locked her account. But this was the one. I wash myself and put on lotion. Yeah, congrats, sweetie. I see why you're proud of that. And somebody was like, I never saw a lotion spilled with a hard R before. Baby. <laughs> I'm weak. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm so hurt. I'm so hurt. She really was calling people ugly and like, she's not the picture of beauty. She's not beauty and she's grace? No, she's not. How dreadful. Anywho. How Thank you all for listening to this bullshit. (laughs) Thank you for washing your legs and using lotion whenever you do. To be honest, I don't care what you do. I just don't want to know. I don't need to hear about it. Thank you so much. I don't need to know. I don't need to know. Yeah. Because you know what? If you like it, 
I love it. As long as I don't have, and I especially don't need to see any men shaking their finger at anyone's hygiene because I've been around enough men to know y'all feet stink, y'all balls stink sometimes. Like, let it go, Joe. (laughs) Okay, Alexis K. Tyler. (laughs) Let it go. Like, enough of this grandstanding on how clean you are. I think we can get enough fun in dragging the dirty people for them being dirty. And telling exactly. us. You don't need to <laughs> Full stop. Shit. Yeah, full stop. All right. Pastor. Amen. Well, hell, this is the day that the Lord has made. But it's not the day for you to try it. Get vaccinated. Bye. Bye.